My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everybody, my name is Dwayne Default, and in case you don't know what we do, I want to give you a quick reminder. I run a revenue agency called Selling SaaS, and we specialize in helping B2B SaaS companies increase their efficiency with their product-led growth strategy, but then also help them move upstream and sell into larger customers by implementing a sales-led hybrid model so they can optimize the SMB process with their product-led and then go upstream into the larger customers by way of using the sales reps. So today what we're gonna talk about is we're gonna talk about what makes a really good and product-led growth strategy and then how to actually implement that or implement a sales-led strategy on top of that without having to you know, double the size of your sales team or increase your spend with a whole bunch of pieces of technology. And then really what is the outcome they're really looking for and how to get there. So hopefully we're gonna keep that in under 10 to 15 minutes. We can all agree that in order to run or to maintain a solid product-led growth strategy, you need to have really good data. You've got to be able to track everything that your users are doing from when they first get onto your website to when they pay for their first invoice to when they're with you a year from now being a happy using customer. But the issue that we that we run into is what to do with that data. We can track everything inside of your product's database, but then translating that into actionable data is usually where things break down and where you have dozens and dozens of different pieces of technology that are supposed to do that for you. But how do you translate that in a way that a sales team can use. So what do you do when you insert a salesperson into your product-led growth strategy? How do they know who to reach out to? How do they know when to reach out to them? How do they know what they're doing inside of the app? And honestly, those are the three primary things that a salesperson needs to be able to see inside of a product-led growth strategy. So I'll just repeat myself is the first thing a salesperson needs to see is where the lead came from. The second thing they need to see is when did they come to you? Has it been a week? Has it been three weeks? Has it been two hours? And then the third and most important thing that a salesperson needs to see is what have they done inside of the tool? Whether it's a freemium product, whether it's a, or a trial, whether it's just a whole bunch of assets that they have access to now, the sales rep needs to be informed as to what actions the prospect has taken inside of the product. Because if they don't have visibility into what actions they've taken, then they're calling in blind. They can, they're gonna ask them questions that are irrelevant or that they've already completed, making them kind of look stupid. They're gonna be so separate from the product that it's gonna feel like two different conversations or two different companies that they're talking to which is gonna give them the bad feeling and then not wanna do business with you. So when the salesperson knows where the prospect came from, they know how to approach the lead, whether it's an asset download, it's a webinar, they chatted in, or if they started a trial, the salesperson's playbook, their approach should be based on where they came from, how they became a lead, and then you know the types of companies they are, how, what's the MQ, all that type of stuff. So they need to know where. And when they got to you is really important because that's when the interest is there at its highest. And so you want your sales team to be able to act as fast as they can on the best leads possible. Now, best 
is very relative and needs to be measured based on what your company is doing. But then when we get down to the actions, like I was saying a second ago, if you have a product-led growth strategy, that means that you have a lot of data about the actions your prospects are taking within the product. And so your sales rep needs to have an understanding of what are the actions the prospect needs to take inside of the product to increase the likelihood of them converting to customer? If they don't know what those actions are, then how do you expect your sales team to guide the prospect through their product onboarding within their trial in a way that gets them to buy? Because if they're just demoing the functionality from a PDF slide deck and they're not actually showing them how to use the product in their own trial, then it's two different conversations. The prospect's going to eventually log back into their own account and wonder why nothing looks like the amazing product that you demoed on the slide. When the salesperson is reaching out to that prospect, they need to understand what they've done so far. And then when they do the demo, they're not demoing some crazy built out, fully developed uh, account. They're going to be demoing the prospect's account back to them. And then in doing so, it's going to act as kind of an account setup for them. And so when they log back into their account, those things are there fresh in their mind and they're ready to go. So that's why it's really important to have that data, but have it visible for the sales team to take action on. But the main question that I run into when it comes to combining a sales-led process and a product-led growth strategy is how to get that data in front of the sales team. That's one of the main issues that I run into when it comes to implementing that kind of strategy. Most of the time, you're going to have seven or eight or more pieces of technology that a salesperson has to think about using or logging out of on a daily basis. You know, you've got your marketing automation tools, you've got your CRMs, you got your outreach tools, you've got your emailing tools, you've got your calling tools, and then of course you've got your analytics tools for the salesperson to use throughout the day. And that's why it's really hard for sales reps to be as effective and efficient as possible when calling into sales-led growth first company because they have to worry about all these data points and all these things that they have to log in and out of. So the best thing to do in that situation is to consolidate your tools into something the sales rep can work in. The problem is that really doesn't exist outside of one tool. Most of the time, if you've got their CRM dial, let's say they have Salesforce, they're working primarily at a Salesforce, but then they send all their communication and they run their sequences out of outreach. That's a very, very common setup that you'll see in a lot of larger companies that are using a sales-led approach, which is not a bad approach as long as those tools are set up appropriately. But to get those tools to communicate in a way that shows the prospect's activity and the data and the response in, in one system, it's near impossible because Salesforce doesn't display activity data. It only displays the information that someone puts in whatever object that they're in. And so if a sales rep or a customer account manager or a sales manager or a RevOps person doesn't fill out something inside of that Salesforce contact card, you're not going to see it, right? So you have to have the activity data and the event data visible to the sales rep inside of their CRM. Now, the only CRM I've seen that's been able to do that successfully is HubSpot. Now HubSpot has been labeled the CRM for small businesses, but it can scale to large enterprise. But I'll tell you right now that HubSpot, the company uses their own CRM. So that should tell you something. They have one of the largest sales 
forces on the planet. And so obviously they're able to do it pretty well since they're a publicly traded company and they're billions of dollars in revenue. So that could just be shoved aside. And a lot of people only know it for its marketing automation tools or email tools or, or its web tracking, which is fine too. But you have to understand the main difference that HubSpot provides is that it allows you to have that visibility into the data. So as a sales rep, you can log in the account, you can see your leads, you can see your deals, but in those deals and those objects or what they call record types, you can see all the activity data right in front of you. You still see all of the information that someone puts in as their name, their contact information, whatever, anything specific about it, you can still see that. But right next to it, it's like you have a magnifying glass into the database specific to that. And that's where the big separator is. That's why when you're implementing a sales team into a product-led growth strategy, HubSpot's actually one of the best tools that you can use because it, it helps minimize the amount of tools and technology the sales rep has to focus on because it will do the job of outreach by automated sequences that you can enroll contacts and leads into. It'll do the job of Salesforce by organizing all of the CRM data into a single place, allowing you to report on all the things. And then of course it does all the marketing stuff. But the one thing that it feels like nobody really knows about when it comes to using HubSpot is that usage and data and event tracking middleman that something like a segment does, where you track the event data from your product. Like when a user signs up and adds an employee and updates this thing and adds this feature, that stuff typically gets tracked by like a mixed panel or a segment. Many people don't realize that you can do that inside of HubSpot too. They have this thing called the Legacy Events API and you connect that to your tool, and then you, you tell it which events are important, or all of them. And so what that does is it sends all of your user data, the user data that you want, into the CRM, so the salesperson can see it right there. So not only can they see the contact information and notes and things that they put in, they can see the associated deals and company record types and all that stuff and tickets and whatever you make possible for your sales process, all in one view, first off. But then you can see all of the event data that you're sending in from the product. So as your sales rep is calling into those product-led leads, whether it's a trial, whether it's a freemium account, however you deem that, they can see the actions the prospect is taking inside of their account. So they're not calling blindly. So let me, let me give you an example of a flow that we've built out Dozens of times for product-led growth companies looking to scale by implementing a sales-led hybrid, want to make sure we focus on that, is you have a trial. So a trial form on the website. Someone fills out the trial form. That form separates and sends that person into their account, but also sends that information right into HubSpot. That person is then enrolled into an, an email nurture campaign specific to the product that helps teach them things and all that stuff coming from like a hello at inbox. But at the same time, they're on that form should be ways to measure the ICP and MQL to know is this person high value or low value based on the potential revenue. If it's high value on the potential revenue based on that form, gets routed to a salesperson right away. Then it gets assigned, they get a task automated, they get enrolled into an automated sequence. So the prospect gets an email from the sales rep, sales rep gets a task a notification to call that person right away. And then when that salesperson starts to work that task inside of HubSpot, they pull up that account and boom, they can see the form that was filled out. They can see when they logged in, they can see what actions they take inside of the product. So then the salesperson calls, connects, has a brief conversation, sets them up for a proper discovery call, and then deems them a good fit, creates an opportunity inside of HubSpot, because mind you, 
Deals should not be automatically created at all, ever. So then the salesperson creates the opportunity and then schedule the demo, moving them through the deal stages. Then they get them on the demo, and since the prospect has already taken action inside of their account, which a salesperson can see, the demo is not a slide deck or an overly built out account. They're demoing their account back to them. And while they do that, they're doing an account setup at the same time. So they're getting two things at once instead of having to wait until the implementation manager is ready two weeks from now when interest has plummeted and they're having to resell them in the onboarding process. It's all done right there in the demo, which is partially an account setup. And so the sales rep can see all the activity the prospect has put into their account up until that point. And then they demo them. Okay. Hopefully you're following me on this one. So again, trial comes in, they get enrolled, they get assigned to the sales rep, sales rep reaches out, runs a normal sales process, but they are supported by the data from the product being right in their CRM, and then they close them. And then as they close them, they can see the actions they take afterwards, and then whether if they have a trial or you can end the trial, you just schedule the onboarding with their CSM right there. And then guess what? The process repeats itself, but in the lens from the customer success manager, because in all that data, the customer success manager can see too. They can see all the stuff they did during the trial. They can see all the actions they've taken. They can see where the prospect came from. Did they come out on a paid campaign? Were they referred from a partner? Did they come in from an organic post that your writer put up six months ago? Did they come in for a social campaign? All of that is right there, including all the actions the prospect took in their trial account. So the CSM has more information than anyone else on the entire team because they have to figure out how to grow that account and create and maintain a successful customer. And it's all right there. And so it just repeats itself because now your customer success manager has all of the information necessary to maintain healthy accounts. They can see into their book of business without having to go through every single individual account one at a time playing Sherlock Holmes, hoping to find something they can act on. And when they do, nine times out of 10, the old school way makes it very reactive. So when you have that product usage data going right into your CRM, the CSM, customer success managers, can be proactive. They can see the actions that are taken. You can set up playbooks right inside of your CRM instead of some third-party tool they have to go log into to see the data that's gonna cost you more. You can do it right inside of HubSpot and they can be proactive. They can reach out ahead of times. If they hit the cancellation page once, boom, CSM reaches out. If they hit a gated feature that's below the top-tiered paid subscription, when they hit that gate, they hit that feature that they can't access until they upgrade, boom, CSM reaches out. So they can get ahead of those things and prevent churn, have more expansion, you can have healthier accounts that are more engaged and ready to go. So it's a cyclical process. But if you were stuck on the old school way of doing it and you think that your product-led growth leads shouldn't go to sales ever. They're gonna convert on their own and we're not gonna touch them until they pay us and then the CSMs can reach out and then we'll do the land and expand model. Mm. Well, unfortunately that land and expand model is broken and companies are bleeding themselves dry by dumping six figures into paid campaigns, hoping that this SMB customer is gonna grow and blossom into this huge, huge user that your CSM team who doesn't know how to sell is gonna sell into that account and hopefully they're gonna add more products with you. But since your CSM team can't see into the account, everything is reactive and they're a glorified support team, your churn's increasing and you're not getting any more new users. And so you implement a sales team to go outbound, but they're not allowed to touch your product led leads 
They have to go outbound. They have to cold call into these lists and drive people into your business. And then when they get into a trial, they can't touch them because then the product's going to sell itself. That's the old school way of doing it. That way is now broken. So unless you find a way to connect your product using data in a way that gets it in front of your sales reps so they can act on the best fit, highest ROI leads, you're going to continue to go down. You're going to continue to bleed yourself dry and dump more and more money into paid just to get back to where you were. So the best thing to do is to consolidate your tools, use the ones that we know work, which is HubSpot, it's a tool of my choice, where it shows all the sales analytic activity in one place, it shows all the, the marketing engagement activity in one place, and it shows all the product usage data in that singular place. So everybody can see the same thing at the same time over and over and over again. So it actually creates a unified way of approaching a prospect, not all these siloed activities. So again, the modern, most effective way to run a sales-led motion inside of a product-led growth strategy is to make sure that product usage data is visible in the CRM, making sure the sales team has access and knows and has trained up on how to execute on the activity they see inside of the CRM. So they are selling with the prospect. They are the guide during the trial. They are the shepherd for the prospect so they learn where to buy and how to use successfully instead of waiting until you think they're ready with the PQL score. So again, consolidate the tools, make it easy for your team to execute on that stuff and just use HubSpot. Use the Legacy Events API bolted directly to your app so you can track all that stuff inside of the CRM, making it so much easier for your sales reps to execute at a high capacity to increase your conversions, increase your ACV, and create a happier customer base. So hopefully today was helpful. I know it went a little bit longer than anticipated, just a subject that I'm extremely passionate about and feel like it's gonna save a lot of companies. So if you found any value from today's episode, please share with a friend, leave us a five-star review. And if you want some help with this stuff, don't hesitate to reach out. You go to sellingsasplaybook.com or you can find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So I appreciate you and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. 